take that data that we're using and the goal for a brand should be how do I acquire a new consumer and make them somebody loyal to me and how do I take my loyal consumers and make them buy more of my product. Welcome to the Phobie Podcast, your weekly behind-the-scenes access into the world of Phobie, where we peel back the curtain to give you the inside scoop into all the exciting things happening here at Phobie. I am your host, Reggie, and today I have here with me Eddie Watson, president of Cupel's division at Phobie. How are you, Eddie? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for joining us. I know I kind of sprang this up on you, so thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. No worries. It's exciting. Always like to talk coupons. Yeah. And we had a webinar this week. Uh, I hosted that. You were a fantastic participant. You made my job so easy. Um, why don't we get started with a little recap? I wanted to ask you, just give us a recap about the webinar itself. And then talk to us a little bit about why is it important to have these educational type of um, webinars? So webinar this this week was hopefully the beginning of more to come. But the idea behind this one was let's just reset the stage and let everybody understand, you know, what is 8112? What does it mean when we talk about universal digital and how does that affect the market moving forward? And what we found is even though we live in this world about coupons all day, every day, most people flit in inside in and out of it and they don't really spend as much time learning. And so we need to always continually be doing education for these things to help reset and let everybody know how things work, especially from the brand perspective, because probably half of our job is education for them on what is the best way to set up a program and how do those things affect other things. And so this has been something that we probably should be doing more every single day, not just every once in a while for these things. And so it was great to have Brandy on from the Coupon Bureau. She's a wealth of knowledge and also just an incredibly bubbly person and easy to talk with. And the webinar really geared into the history of 8112 and how it got to what it was at right now and where we can take these things in the future. And that's the exciting stuff is the future, not the today. Today's fun, but the future is really what we're most excited about. Yeah. And you're right. Like as a consumer myself, I use coupons all the time, but you're right. Like we do need this kind of understanding. It's just not, you know, when you're in a product, you know it in and out, but outside people won't. So it was like really great for me to understand even the benefits. So let's talk a little bit about that. How do these digital coupons benefit both the end consumer like myself, but the brands as well? So um, it's not a, it's a well-known fact that there's a lot of fraud in the coupon industry. And so the first step for couponing in general that we deal with is how do we mitigate fraud as much as possible? But what people always ask is, that's great, but can we also do it on our phone? And because of the way the infrastructure is set up right now or was set up, there's not a great way to do a coupon on the phone without causing rampant fraud. So you just didn't do those. But 8112 kind of completely flipped the script and solved problems across the board for digital print and the entire industry. And so now that we're serializing every single coupon and we're validating them when they're scanned at the till, you get incredibly secure ways to distribute campaigns. And so you can do a coupon that's high value. You can limit exactly who this coupon's going to. And because of the flexibility of the new standard, we can even say this coupon's only good for one product. And now a brand can actually do programs to sample and do things that they couldn't do in the past in a very simplistic way. And probably the easiest example for this 
is for products that aren't shelf stable. So if you want to do a free product or sampling for a, a product that's shelf stable, it's simple as a brand. You can just physically mail that to somebody if you needed to. But if the product's not shelf stable, so ice creams, dairy, anything like that, you have to go in store and hand out the product. That's the only option you have. Because free coupons are dangerous and there's too much fraud to go with them. And so now when we open up 8112, this entire sampling model is going to change significantly because you can send a one-time use coupon for a completely free product and they can just go to the store that they choose to shop at and try your product. And now you have an incredibly easy way of doing these things and the consumers get a lot more out of it. They want to try new products. They just don't want to necessarily pay full price to try new products. But once they test them, there's so many new brands out and so many really niche brands that do really incredible things for not only your diet, your health, but also just really good, much better products that taste better. You can actually test those out and say, yep, I'm working that in. And from now on, I'm going to purchase that product moving forward. Yeah. I don't want to pay full price for a product that I, you know, an ice cream that I've never tried before, because if it's not good, now I paid for it. And then the other thing that I like you said is you are so right where paper coupons, okay, this is how I shop. I'm like, I'm going to be a great shopper and I'm going to save all these coupons. And then I put them in a Ziploc bag and I'm going to bring them with my grocery list and I'm going to, you know, do this. I don't, I actually never. And it's, you know, the coupons that I can get on my phone or the promotions or the sales or the get the 20%, anything like that that I can have on my phone is the only thing that actually I end up using because I have all these like Ziploc bags full of paper coupons. And then, you know, a year later I find it and I'm like, oh, this completely expired. So yeah, like this is definitely something that is just going to make it so much easier for us to try new things as well as just the convenience factor. Yeah. And what's nice about all of this process is the fact that we're here with Phoebe now and we can expand and take what we're already doing well and present it in a new way and also take that data that we're using. And the goal for a, comp for a brand should be how do I acquire a new consumer and make them somebody loyal to me? And how do I take my loyal consumers and make them buy more of my product? And the coupon's an incredibly simple way to do both of those. You can do high value coupons that let them try the product at free or, or maybe just at a steep discount, test it out. Once they like the product, we're collecting that data and we can then remarket out to those consumers for the brand or the brand can remarket themselves directly through them. And now they just change the value of the coupon and they say, we're not taking you from a trial anymore. We're, we're trying to pantry load you. And so the next time you go, you're going to get a, a, value, a discount on multiple products. So now you have to buy more than one and you're now set for that entire shopping trip or sales cycle till the next time you come back, you've now loaded up and got exactly what you needed to continue on. And you can continue to merge those and then go even deeper if you want to. You can start breaking those down. Did, did the consumers clip the coupon and did they redeem the coupon? Well, if they redeem the coupon, they obviously like the product. So let's make sure we're still pantry loading them. But if they clipped it but didn't actually redeem it, then maybe we up the value and retarget back out to them. And now you're continually shifting and adjusting those things. And now everybody can actually start to see what's going on through that full sales cycle. And because of 8112, we get that data back in real time. So we don't have to wait six weeks to find out, did they actually redeem it? We get it back in six seconds, which is a pretty big time jump, especially from a marketing perspective. Yeah, no, for, for sure. And, you know, at the webinar, I heard, I think I heard you say the word revolutionizing or we've used that word. 
and and you know now hearing it from you that that is really what it's doing right it's completely changing the way that we you know marketers market and completely change the way that the brands are you know getting the their products out there it's just changing everything it's uh, i can see why you and brandy are so excited about this but i i do want to move a little bit away and just talk a little bit about cupels because it's been a moment since we uh, had you on the podcast. And so I wanted to get an update from you. Any recent developments or milestones achieved by Cupels? And how are they contributing to the the success? Cupels is always a constant grow. And so we always are constantly focusing on two things. How, how, can we, how can we start reaching out to new clients that we haven't talked to in the past? And then how can we make the system easier and better for them moving forward? Our goal has always been, how do we take a complex, confusing mess of the world, which is the coupon market, and make that so simple that somebody that's never really dealt with the coupon market can run a campaign in a very successful way. And so behind the scenes, we've been doing massive updates to the way that our system handles our databases, how we deliver our data, and then how we streamline the process for the consumers directly. But at the same time, we've actually shifted our focus now that we have the time and the resources to target larger legacy CPG brands that in the past we didn't have the time and bandwidth to do. Um, I'm not allowed to list out all of the names of them, but we have started signing very high-level CPG brands. One actually signed last week, which is really, really great moving forward. Very cool. And these brands are all moving forward for two things. One, they want to be able to do standard coupons the way that they're done in the world right now, and they're most interested in 8112 and how do we do those things. And so what we're looking at now are partnerships to help educate. We're doing that now with the webinar series. We've got a couple of other partners that are some larger agencies and et cetera that we're working with to help them learn how to educate and become set up so that when they go and talk to their clients and they say, we want to run an 8112 program, they don't have to question where they go to. They don't even have to vet those because we're already vetted and have signed MSAs and everything with those companies directly. So we're already in the approved vendor for those things. And that's what we've been focusing on for the last three to six months. And we're starting to actually see come through right now, which is hilarious because some of these large companies just take time. It takes a while to get in there and you have to wait for their fiscal years to end and you have to sign those programs for the upcoming time, not for today. And so that's really been our our goal. Another big piece that we worked in, historically, we have not done a huge amount in the digital media space, um, mainly because we've seen digital media providers over the years that do I would say a less than optimal job of delivering media and programs to, but we've actually built over the last nine months our own process for how we do these things with some really great partners. And we've started to see huge growth. We actually, I think we did a press release with some pretty high growth percentages a couple of months ago, and we're actually seeing those grow into much larger, very large deals that are starting in the five to six figure range now every time we're signing these deals that are doing digital media in a much better way than has been done in the past. For an example, most media companies start with what's your budget and then they just max out your budget no matter what, which is great for your sales, but really doesn't help the brand at all, which means you're getting a good big sale for one time and then they don't come back to you. But we wanna do everything in a way that makes sense for the brands. And so we actually flipped that script and we said, who are you targeting and how many stores, et cetera, do you want to target? And then we build out from there and their budget can grow if they want to target more people, more stores, or it can lower. But what we're doing is delivering that digital media in a way that guarantees a really good return on their investment. And then we can even do those sales lift studies that back those things up 
that educate and show the proof that what we're doing actually does work. And now we're seeing returning customers start to come back for their third, fourth, and fifth programs. And every time they tend to grow a little bit bigger than the one that was before. And now we're starting to actually really enjoy selling digital media because we're doing it in a way that actually works for the clients. And we don't feel like it's going to hinder what they're trying to do in the long run or in their overall goals. Yeah. And, you know, my next question was going to be how Cupos is staying ahead of the curve. But I think you pretty much covered that. Like, how are you staying competitive? You cover that. Like, you guys have seen great uh, success and growth because of that approach that you're talking about, that solution based. And and uh, so I'm going to skip through that one. We've covered. Well, actually, I do have one that I can add in there that we did add specifically for that. We obviously historically focused on print at home, and now we're moving into the digital space with 8112. Yeah. But what we found is there's multiple laws going in that are being debated right now in the U.S. about whether or not you need to make sure if you're doing a digital promotion, do you also need to include a physical version of that? And we've also found that just because everybody wants to go digital, there's a significant portion of the population that either one doesn't use smartphones or doesn't have access to those. And so what we did is we built in the first way to do a completely 8112 secure coupon, but still offer that as a printed home option. So now our brands, as they run promotions, they have the options to really customize all the different ways their consumers can access the coupon. So it can start inside the browser and they can show the coupon directly on their phone in their web browser. They can save it to our GCN app. And that's another great place where they can do all the different things through our pass creator integration with our sister company. We can now offer them the ability to save that as a wallet pass which gives them a nice place for that digital space. But we can also say, you know what? If you don't want to do anything digital, just print it. Print the digital, the, the 8112 coupon, and it still has the exact same security because of the way 8112 works. But the consumer can choose, how do I want to interact with the coupon? And we're not eliminating audiences just because they don't have access to the technology that we want them to use. Yeah. And again, it's that approach of like providing options, giving solutions. And yeah, you're right. There's a lot of people, you know, just because I live on my phone, there's a lot of people that don't and, and you know, they have their reasons. And and sometimes you still prefer to to print things at home. So it still, you know, doesn't, um, it still provides a solution for those individuals. So I really like that. We're being as inclusive as we possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. Include everyone and provide a solution for everyone. And that's what I like about it. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, can you provide any insight into some upcoming projects, partnerships, initiatives? Can you give us a little bit of what's coming down the pipe for Cupels? So coming down the pipes, we did just sign um, one of the larger CPG brands and we'll go live in just about a week with their first program. And that gives us access to their entire portfolio of brands. And so that is a very exciting one for us because it was a really nice deal that we signed with a big name brand, but we're really also interested in all their other brands that they have as well. We are in the process of negotiating two separate pilots for 8112 for one of the larger retailers that's about to go. And we're also getting prepped for October where we will be attending ACP, which is the Association of Coupon Professionals um, Conference. And we're looking to speak at that event specifically around security and authentication and how if we're going to keep coupons as secure as we want them to be using 8112, we need to make sure that it starts with how we're authenticating and limiting the coupons to real people and not just allowing anybody and everybody to get to the coupon. Um, that one probably goes way into the technical details of it, but it is an important piece because no matter how secure we make it, if we leave the door wide open and everybody can get to it, then there's no point in 
their security because everybody can just get as many verses as they want. Right. And so we're always trying to make sure that we're pushing the limit on how secure can we keep this while still not making it intrusive on the consumer. Right. And it sounds like you guys are really busy. It sounds like you guys have a lot going on, which actually brings me to something that I wanted to ask you. So during the webinar, you gave out your email several times. And actually, at one point, I was like, can you repeat that email again? Uh, we did have audience members ask for that, and you provided that information. So I wanted to ask you, why is, first of all, like with everything that you have going on, how are you managing and finding time to, you know, have these direct conversations and answer these these questions? But also, why is that important to you? Why is that like direct communication important to you? We've always felt at Cupils that it's the easiest thing and the hardest thing in the world is to be available to your clients and potential clients. And so we've always made sure that we do that on purpose. I personally love the ability to go and research and find answers for myself and not have to talk to people. But in the event I can't find the answer for myself, I don't want to have to jump through 17 hoops to try to figure out the answer to my question. And so everybody on the Cupil side, we always make sure that we give out phone numbers, cell phones. We've, we've created Slack channels with brands. We do Skype. We don't really care. And whatever they want to do to communicate directly with us to get answers, we do that. And then we go back and forth and um, start working on how do we automate that process as well. Because at the end of the day, we will run out of time at some point. But if we can find ways to automate the answers and find things, that makes it a lot easier. So we do have um, our online help docs that explain how our system works. And we actually just created an updated version of those that should go live here soon that actually does a full knowledge base on that. So one, we can answer questions directly through the knowledge base and it becomes an automatic answer for the next person that asks that same question. Of course. And it also is an easy way for us to go through and load in all of our help docs and walkthroughs for everybody. Because what we want them to be able to do is find that information again with options. It's always designed that way. You can call me directly if you have a question and I have clients that do. And then I have clients that I talk to once every six months. And when I try to talk to them, they say, I'm I'm fine, leave me alone. And we say, fantastic. And so we always call it self-serve with a handhold, which means you can kind of get as much or as little information as you need out of us at any point in time. But that makes the process better for them in the long run and makes them feel more comfortable with us. And then they come back and say, well, we can go back to Cupils because they will actually answer my questions when I have them. And inevitably, if anything ever goes wrong, which it never has ever in our lives. But if it does, they know that they can get that answer resolved really, really quickly. Yeah, exactly. And it ties back into that educational piece that you were talking about with the webinars, just having like the flow of information and educating folks on, you know, how to solve some of the problems that they're that they're encountering. Now, I did ask this question to Rob last time he was on the podcast. So I kind of want to ask it to you as well. I wanted to ask you what keeps you motivated, like what keeps you moving forward? Because we were talking about it's it's busy and none of us have, you know, infinite amounts of time. But every time I talk to you, you're just so approachable and so easy. I think I emailed you about this podcast yesterday or the day before. So what keeps you going? What keeps you motivated? Um, to be honest, I love our team. I love our team so much. So I one of our things that we like to do is always check in with everybody that we can and see how everything's going. And then is there a way to make that what we're currently doing a better, easier way? Simple is the best possible solution for something, but one of the hardest things to get to. Because every time you try to make something simple, it gets really complicated. But we've done all these things and we tell people every time we do demos for our platform and they ask about a question with the system or 
How did you think about doing something like that? And I'd love to say all of these great ideas come from me, but they typically don't. It's either a team member that said, hey, this is working this way, but it would be better if we did it this way. Or a client directly that said, can you make your system do this because it would work better for me in the long run this way? And what we do is we look at every one of those things and we say, does this make sense? It does. It was a great idea. Let's open that up for everybody. And then now everybody gains from everybody else's knowledge. And so it's not really us coming up with the plans. It's us coming up with a way to listen and then implement what we hear. Yeah. And and, and like we were saying, you know, it's it's the people and it's those things that keep you driven. And, and I hear that from you when I, I was at the webinar and I hear it from you, you know, when we have conversations on the side. What I really appreciate what I'm hearing here is that you're always solution based. You're always looking to uh, mitigate and find as many solutions as you can, not just for your consumers and customers and brands, but now also for your team members. So that's super awesome. Eddie, do you have any final words that you wanted to share with our audience? The only thing that I would say is please stay in touch with us because this podcast and these things are just the beginning. We've got more things coming. We've got more co-sponsored webinars that we're planning and working on right now. And what we want to do is go past the initial, what does this, what is 8112? How do I actually run these things and start to launch these things? And what does it look like to do it? Because it's great to have in theory how I do these things. But the next step is great. What do I do once I'm ready to launch one of these? And because it's a new process, that can lead to people being confused and not understanding what it is. And we don't want that. We want them to go, oh, great. Coupon side, I got that handled. We work with Cupools by Phoebe. We got this taken care of. Let's move on to the other parts of our day that are harder that we have to figure out on our own. Yeah. Yeah. It's like make it as easy as possible and get that knowledge out there. Um, so sounds like we should be inviting you to the podcast again. <laughs> so open invitation. <laughs> I'm always happy. We just need to do a, a late night podcast and we can all drink beer and wine and have a good time. Sure. That, that's even better. Yeah. Let's let's get that going. Uh, well, that brings us to the end of our episode. You Today, you got the inside scoop on Cupels and all the thrilling developments that are going on there. We will see you next week here with the inside perspective on all things going on here at Phoebe. I'm Reggie, your host. Thank you, Eddie, for joining us and we'll see you next time. Thank you, everybody. And I appreciate it. It was so great. <laughs>